0: people don't think the universe be like it is, but it do. Stay woke fam. what's up everybody episode two of our podcast formerly known as her and the sheeple but we changed our name to free energy because we felt our name was kind of how can i say this rude yeah it was kind of rude and
1: because it was never our intention to label our listeners as sheeple correct we were just trying to say that the world is full of sheeple and they're always getting herded the wrong direction. So maybe we were trying to hurt them the other way. But you know, you made a good point. Uh, There's a negative connotation with the yeah, word sheeple. Like, it's kind of like we're calling our listeners stupid. And that is not what we wanted at all.
0: But we decided to change it to free energy.
1: I got to give all credit for that name change to you. Um,
0: I only thought of it because uh, I really like Nikola Tesla. And that's what he wanted to do for the world. He wanted to create free energy.
1: So in a sense, you're you're the modern day Tesla. Pretty much. If this thing makes it big. Pretty much. That's pretty cool.
0: And it's not it's not a matter of if it gets big. It's when it gets big.
1: The only thing that I want to make sure, and I'm here for you, to make sure this doesn't happen. I don't want you to have a love, love like a real. Big love relationship for pigeons, like he did.
0: I love all animals.
1: Yeah, I know, but I think he had like a relationship with a pigeon.
0: Nikola Tesla was eccentric
1: and he was unique in his own ways. Well, you know what they're saying with a lot of geniuses back then is they think that they may have been autistic or have some sort of mental, like what we call today, a disability. But back then, they didn't really consider anything a disability. They just thought people were different, you know?
0: That's really what it is
1: today. And we just put labels on everything. It would make sense because a lot of those kids that, I don't know, that go to gompers or whatever, you know, like a school that's just for disabled or mentally disabled people,
2: yeah, you hear stories that out. they're
1: super smart in like one topic or something. So maybe maybe you he was super super good at math, but he couldn't read or even himself you know but he could solve the shit out of a puzzle
0: yeah and we have to put labels on everything in our society and it's like segregating it's a form of segregation in my eyes it's like Stephen Hawking it's disabled physically yes but is he disabled in his mind absolutely not his body just shut down you know but I got a weird theory functions.
1: on that dude what if it's really just his computer that's smart I don't know it's, it's just, just been me. living through him Like, have you heard about you've heard about Watson, Mm -mm. that computer that IBM created? Oh yeah, and it's already like solved thousands of court cases and everything because it knows constitutional rights and everything. Like, it's just so quick.
0: Yeah, it takes out the human element. Yeah, but that's not realistic. I I mean, mean, I don't want to think this.
1: I don't want to think this. I like to think that Stephen Hawking is a very smart person and that he everything he came up with is him, but would it really weird you out that much if it turned out he just had a really smart computer program?
0: No, it wouldn't. But he was able to speak. But he was and super smart. He was able to speak before.
1: Yeah. Now, you're not basing that off that movie, though, right? No. Okay, cool. He did say something that I don't really disagree with recently. I don't know if you heard about it, but he uh, he said that if we were to find a planet with life on it or if a alien life form and I'm not really talking about aliens like in a movie, like three fingers, maybe they look like us. Yeah. Maybe they look, maybe just look like us. So basically I'll just say another life form out in space. He says that if you, if another life form was to find us, that that would be super detrimental to our planet because they would be, basically they would want to take us over for resources or they're probably more technically advanced. So they're going to try to overtake us for whatever we have or control us. But my boy, Neil deGrasse Tyson made a really good point about that. And he said that he's basing that all off of what he knows about us. So that's what we would do because that's what we're in history. You see like Egyptians or the Romans, whoever was more, technical or more had more advancements or had more resources or christopher columbus usually enslaved the lesser people right correct but he was saying that that's not necessarily true because maybe the type of person that can travel through space and make it to another planet that has life and travel that far maybe they're so much different intellectually that they don't think like that you know
0: that's a really good point.
1: So he does have his flaws too. Is what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah, not all, <laughs> not all his ideas and theories are right.
1: And you, know, everybody makes mistakes.
0: It's it's okay to. It's because, okay to agree to disagree. I mean, the reason
1: I'm bringing up mistakes is because I really want to apologize to our thousands of listeners because <laughs> I excessively used the word like last episode. And you know, maybe it's a bad idea for me pointing it out. Maybe people didn't notice it as much. Now they certainly will that I've said it, but you know, I just wanted to get it out of there because I I struggled to listen to the episode. It really bothered me. <laughs> I thought it sounded ridiculous.
0: Well, we could just we could just move past that because we still have good content. Oh, wait, yeah.
1: I took a uh in the in the meantime this this week I took a Toastmasters class. I've mastered the art of public speaking, and I will <laughs> no longer be using the word like. <laughs> Uh,
0: I didn't think so I wasn't conscious of it
1: I appreciate that But I would also I also would have appreciated if you would have just called me out on it Live on air Just Look man you're using like way too much
0: <laughs> Yeah but I wasn't conscious of it
1: Because I already really appreciate That someone Granted I'm not saying that a thousand people are listening Because that would be lying I did say that earlier But even if we have three people listening I really appreciate the fact that someone is going to sit down and listen to me talk. So I at least want to do them the courtesy of trying to at least make it interesting or not make you want to gouge your eyes out because I say like every two seconds. <laughs> so I just wanted to get that out of the way We're about seven minutes into the show. I just wanted to apologize. It's the last time I'll talk about it.
0: All right. Okay. I can move forward with it. Thanks.
1: But, uh, you know, anything you want to add on the on the name? I feel it's kind of important. Uh, we directed people to a certain name, and now we changed it. So we just want to make sure everyone's clear. Hurting the sheeple is no longer. You can no longer find that in the search of iTunes. You can no longer find that in the search of SoundCloud. So if you're looking for our episodes, "Free Energy,"
0: true. I I kind of liked it because. Like I said Tesla was trying to give free energy to the people and I think we should be doing that anyway because there's we're too advanced as a as a society to be charging people for electricity but it all comes down to the money and everything but he wanted to give people free energy that was his end goal but I kind of see it as I kind of see it as we're giving people free energy we're not necessarily energy but We're trying to promote good energy on our show. True. We want to provoke new thoughts. We want to enlighten you on to maybe some new ideas. Also, I
1: I think the key thing there was enlighten. Mm -hmm. I think last episode we may have gotten a little too dark or a little too doom and gloom. We were talking about things we don't like or things that we think should change or maybe things that annoy us. And I don't really think that's the goal. We just want to... You know, maybe some people, you know, some people don't have time to, to uh, even really sit back and think about where they're at right now. They're just really focused on their career or goals they have, which is fine. That's good. That's great. But maybe we can be that little voice that says, you know, take a step back and evaluate where you're at, and and maybe look at how things are going in the world and decide how you feel about it. And and
0: maybe we can provide a new perspective. I think that's what our whole idea of this podcast was
1: yeah because i've noticed that um again i don't want to make it sound like i'm judging or think i'm better than someone or know more about someone something than someone but i've noticed that when you try to talk to someone about how you feel about the way something's going or how uh you think that people are being led astray like towards something that's You know, like a sheep. Yeah, like I didn't want to use the word because I, (laughs) if we we said it was bad, but I've noticed that a lot of the people that do think that way, they're kind of hard to talk to, anyways. They don't really want to hear it. Yeah. So, I mean, we're probably not going to touch too many people that are like that because they're not, they're not the type that are going to want to sit and listen to something, but you never know, man. I think one big issue in our society is that we're all unique in our own way.
0: We we all have our own perspective on life and how we how we look at certain things and we could two people could be looking at the same exact thing and see two different things, but I think one problem in our society is we can't agree to disagree, and I mean I know like I'll use politics as an example. I mean this is kind of maybe a bad example because of the recent election, but you know I, I will agree to disagree with your. Views on politics or your opinion on something, but like, I, at
1: least you'll listen. Yeah.
0: And I'll, I'll keep an open mind and I'll, when I go home at night, I'll tell myself that's how certain people think. And that's okay. Cause we're different. We're wired differently. We've had different experiences. We've seen different things to make us formulate this opinion of ours or our ideologies or our beliefs in life. And that's okay with me. I don't think I'm right necessarily. And I don't think I'm wrong. And I don't think that about people either. I won't agree with everything they say, but if that's how you think, that's how you think. And as long as we can coexist peacefully, that's all that matters to me.
1: I think it comes down to, well, when you're talking politics, I think the number one issue with politics in America is that it's, everything is so dependent on the two-party system. Mm-hmm. So someone thinks, oh, I'm a Republican, I have to think right. Oh, I'm Democrat, I have to think left. Yep. And it's, it's like the team aspect of thing. Everybody wants to be on a team. You, uh, you're a lot louder when you have this group of people behind what you're saying, or you're, you're not on your own, you know, you, you have your, your side, but if you would ask, you know, if you, you, you ask 10 people, nine of them are probably going to be more neutral. Yeah. They have a few liberal ideas. They have a few conservative ideas and, uh, you look at them and, and, it makes sense to be more neutral on a lot of these topics, but because we have this two party system, everyone wants to say, well, you know what? Uh, I, I'm registered Republican and I need to be pro-life and I need to be anti-gay and I need to be all these things. But really when it comes down to it, you're just Chris. Yeah. You're not Chris, the Republican you're Chris and people get so caught up in their political party. For instance, this Cal Berkeley—I uh, mean, I call it a riot. It's am supposed to be it's a protest, is what they're saying. But oh, yeah. I mean, it's—it's it's a riot. And Cal Berkeley's always—it's always pitched to people in America. It always has been as being like the—the the liberal school that accepts everyone, that—that that always has open views. They're always coming up with science advances. They're very liberal, you know. They have a left way of thinking. Very progressive. But they're, yeah, progressive, but. Also accepting, and then now you got these people that are rioting because of what's going on in in the the right side of things, and I mean the the those people are monsters, just like the Republicans that were protesting against Obama. Mm-hmm. And the worst part about it is, is like the so the big guy that that uh, Milo, <laughs> I can't say his last name, but he's he's being called a A Nazi and uh, anti-gay, Nazi, uh, terrorist. And the funniest thing about it is this man is openly gay. He's an openly gay Republican who prefers black men. (laughs) That's kind of ironic. But the left-wing rioters are saying he's a Nazi and uh, only likes white people you know what i mean like it's yeah. people are so close-minded because they want to be on their their team's fight and it's just that's not how it should work and everyone that knows me knows that i'm big on joe rogan but and i don't want to quote too much of joe rogan because a lot of times you say joe rogan and people stop listening to you because they think he's the fear factor guy <laughs> but if you give him a chance he does say a lot of smart things but he's always had this idea of just having someone you know you have a social a unique social security number uh find a way to securely log in through like an internet browser or through your phone i mean everything's through your phone now anyways yeah and cast your vote that way no i mean that that way you can just be what you want you know what i mean you don't have to make sure you're registered as a as a republican or a that's Democrat, a good idea or you don't have to go down to the polling I mean, let's be honest. Wait three hours to vote. Yeah, let's... I mean, how many people do you think didn't vote because they didn't want to wait in line?
0: That's very true.
1: Or... Plus, I mean,
0: plus, it's during the day. Yeah. I mean, like, how is a single mother
1: gonna... A single mother works all day. True, but I mean, there is a law saying that you do have to let your employees off to vote. But, I mean, who knows if people... I was unaware of. But still, yeah. But... But Yeah, this is just what I'm saying is that I think the way that we're doing things is it was designed when we needed a system like that. Yeah. It was a new country starting out. It was a group of people that broke off from a system that was corrupt and, and, you know, led by a single person. So it needed it then. But uh, everyone everyone that's listening would agree that the world is not the same as it was in 1776 (laughs) true at all. You know what I mean? So it's not that crazy to think that you should maybe revisit the way that you elect your leaders. I agree because the big part, the big reason Donald Trump won this election one, people were scared to death of Hillary Clinton because she was very, she's, I mean, whether you're democratic or not, She's a sketchy woman. She's a little hard to trust. She's, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> and she, she's a woman. <laughs> don't go there.
0: Well, it is what it is. Men voted.
1: <clears throat> well, no, but she also gained a lot of votes for, from women because she was a woman. True. Un, like uneducated students that think it's cool to vote for a woman. Yeah. But the same as, I mean, I'm not trying to put race into anything, but I'm saying, probably the same type of numbers that Obama gained because he was an African-American president.
0: Yeah, we vote for our gender or our race, and that's and it's that's, just something unique, you know. Unique. It's a human thing. But,
1: but I, you know, I don't know where I was going, but
0: but I mean, like <clears throat> to to continue on from the two party idea. I think that politics in general is it's just something I've never agreed with, and I didn't vote, and I I, I really don't care about voting. Um,
1: but I mean, I could. I well, could and see, t- then that's part of the problem. I mean, I'm not judging you as a person, but we have too many people in the country that, it, I mean, it almost seems to me that the loudest ones are the ones that don't want to do anything about it. And I mean, whether you think your vote doesn't count or whether you think it does, it just frustrates me when someone, and this isn't directed towards you at all, I'm just, this is directed towards people in general, mm-hmm. but when you have a right that people around the world are jealous of, that you suppose that whether you believe it or not but it's told to you that you have a choice on who gets elected right you get to go down there on your time and you get to vote for who you want to represent you and for you to not exercise that right but still exercise your right to complain or to petition the government or to your right of free speech it just it just doesn't make sense to me because it seems like if you're that passionate about your country or that passionate about what you want to happen, you would get your ass down there and get in line and cast your vote. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't... And again, I know you just said that you didn't vote. I don't want you to think that this is directed towards you. It just this is how I feel. Yeah. <clears throat> I just... It's always bothered me that, that uh, it seems like the people that are the loudest complainers... Which is not you. You're not complaining. You're a very open-minded person mm-hmm. about any issue that's going on. But the people that are... Whether it's the redneck Republican that hates Barack Obama, maybe because he's black, whatever. But he didn't get down the vote because... now I ain't vote for no black person. Or they ain't gonna... My vote's not gonna count anyways. But he's the guy that's sitting there at every dinner talking about what's wrong with America. But he... Couldn't even do the simple task of voting. Yeah. And that's really what bothered me. I didn't want to get on this rant, but I'm just... Um, yeah. Maybe if more people took the initiative to go and fight for what they want... Like, look at all those people the night Donald Trump was elected. They're running down the streets chanting, fuck Donald Trump. If half of those people would have went to vote, maybe... Hillary Clinton would have won or whoever they wanted to represent. But, I mean, you're going to spend all that energy destroying your own neighborhood or flipping cars or breaking, beating people up. But it was too much effort to go to the freaking voting box and put your piece of paper in the hole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
0: figure it out. I guess where I was going was, I, I don't believe in politics. I just never have. I don't believe that. I don't believe that one person should have all that power. I mean, that's just a personal opinion of mine and if you're into voting and if you're into politics, it is what it is, like I said earlier. I can agree to disagree. I'm not saying how I think is right or the superior way of thinking. I just don't believe in politics. I don't believe in I don't believe in the idea of it because like you said the two-party system or, you know, whatever parties there are, it it promotes this idea of separating ourselves we have to classify ourselves into something in every aspect of life not just politics either
1: yeah like everyone is drawn towards the idea of being on a team yeah like it's just human nature
0: we we classify ourselves in everything are you are you black are you white i mean that's a little different but are you gay are you straight i mean it's really
1: not it's still a team yeah you know they always want to group you always group yourself whether you mean to or not you're always grouping yourself into something
0: are, are you religious or not? Are you rich or not? Are you Democrat? Are you Republican? And in every
1: aspect of life,
0: we, we classify ourselves and we have to choose a side we're on. But I, I'll, I'll, I believe that all that does is it just separates us more and it perpetuates the hatred that we have our, amongst ourselves already. And if well, that's we,
1: definitely true. And that's why it continues to happen because the people in power, they want that. Yeah. I mean, chaos is great for people in power. This is true. Because they're the saving grace that comes in and makes you feel safe, you know?
0: I guess the day I'll go down and vote is when I hear somebody preaching that... I mean, I kind of believe in Bernie Sanders, but I can go on and on for hours how I feel about politicians and people in politics in general.
1: Oh, and I can go on and on about things that Bernie Sanders has said that doesn't make sense or that he's went back on. I mean, they're all the same. Yeah, And... If you think about it, the type of person that wants to be president probably shouldn't be president. True. The people that would be a great president are smart enough that they don't want that job. Yeah. Or they don't want to be responsible for what it, what the details of the job are, or, or what they have to deal with. I mean, Jesus Christ! Look at Donald Trump already. He wasn't a good-looking man. <laughs> I mean, we can say that, but it, he's been in office for how long?
0: Oh, a little over. a a month and a yeah, month and like three forty days. something
1: days, right, or something close well, to that. January twenty first, but it's February twenty third. Okay, so so he's been there about a month, mm-hmm. and you can already see changes in his appearance. He's aged. And I mean, look at Obama. Yeah, look at how, it. look at it every president.
0: Full, he went in with a full head of black hair. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> a stressful
1: fucking job. It's a hard job. I mean, anybody that gets elected to do that is a hard, It's a hard job. So for the people. The, you know, the armchair quarterbacks that are over here saying what you should do in government and what you shouldn't. You, you couldn't run the country either. Yeah. So, for sure, relax on that. But and I definitely wouldn't want to. Yeah. And that's what I'm getting at is it's not the people that want to do it usually want to do it for the wrong reasons. But um, I got news for you, man. Donald Trump won. All right. I know it's scary, this shit that he's doing. But he he won. Yeah. And if you don't want to go back and change the way that we're voting, then you also need the respect that you can't go back and change who's president. He was elected president. So now he's your president. So the, the hashtag not my president doesn't work. Yeah. And for all you fuckers that did put hashtag not my president, you better not have celebrated Presidents Day.
0: <laughs> He's your president unless you don't live in this country.
1: When I saw a stupid tweet that was like, Happy President's Day, but I'm only celebrating for 44 of 45 or something. And, you know, there was there was a handful of shitty fucking presidents. And I mean, it's not just we had a bunch of all-stars, and now all of a sudden Donald Trump came in. All the presidents in 1800 are slave owners. I mean, we've had some shit show presidents. It's probably easier to count the good ones we've had than the bad ones.
0: Pretty sure George Washington owned slaves.
1: And we have more access to information now than ever before. So things that are going on we probably going on 40 years ago, but you lived in your suburban neighborhood and you went to your job and you came home with your family and you walked the dog at night. You know, you had the real cookie cutter life mm-hmm. and you didn't have the internet. You had whatever they wanted to play on the radio.
0: You didn't have a smartphone.
1: Correct. So you're exposed to a lot more. So all the doom and gloom that's going around, people think, oh, the end is near or i can't believe this is happening this didn't happen in my day you just didn't know about it true let's maybe focus that energy of the hate that that's that's going around i mean because that's what it is a lot of the people that are freaking out about donald trump claim they're liberals they're supposed to be accepting right yeah but there's a lot of hate going on in both sides everyone is worried everyone's scared Maybe put a third of all that energy and try to do something about what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, Put some good energy into the world. Yeah. Just try it. Maybe try it once. Oh Instead God. of hashtag not my president, maybe hashtag all right, I'll try it. You know, like just... Jesus Christ. Are we going to go all... Are we going to go all term? Then for sure nothing's going to get accomplished.
0: I know. What's it going to be like in two, three years? Like two, three I years.
1: respect... I respect your right to protest, but that doesn't mean you protest every single thing like it's there's protests in the street today for that police officer that was involved with that ridiculous occurrence in I don't know where it was yeah, but I mean there them, was how many kids
0: all them thirteen year old
1: kids there was a handful of there was them like maybe ten there's
0: like ten or more,
1: and the dude's getting ganged up on he has a gun on him I mean. Probably shouldn't fire, shouldn't have fired the gun, you know, but there probably shouldn't have been ten, thirteen-year-old kids pushing and shoving a grown man, and you know, pushing him to that. Yeah. And just and because of that, now there's protests because people want the man fired. I mean, you're abusing your right. Yeah. You're gonna overuse it, and then it's not gonna be worth a shit. You you protest over everything; it kind of loses its meaning. You know, what I mean, it's 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 not. Oh, I don't like the price of Campbell's Soup today at Fry's. Let's go protest. It's not every damn thing that you don't like. Yeah. It's something that's serious in the world. You want to protest the war that's going on? Great. You want to protest Campbell's Soup? Maybe not. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's focus on the shit that matters. And let's cross those off the list before we start dealing with the bullshit. I agree with that. Or dealing with people talking about grabbing people by the pussy
0: to finish to finish off on the politics i just wanted to get my last thought off on that
1: i understand
0: like i understand politics i mean i don't but i get the idea of it you know we elect somebody the electoral college all that all that bs but and i understand they have their agenda and all i do is i may not participate in voting but i just hope that whoever gets elected you know has some decency in their heart and no matter what their agenda is, no matter what their policies are on taxes or what they're going to do with the health care or whatever they want to do, that's their agenda. We all have our own agenda. I just hope at some point somebody is concerned about the well-being of humanity, especially here in the United States, because politics are not, I mean, we live, we are living through some pretty strange times right now and there is a lot of division and separation amongst the people and I feel like kind of to hit on what you were saying is we have to, in times like these when everybody's separated, these are the times actually the most that we need to come together and make a positive change in the world. We don't need to riot. We don't need to, you know, say fuck Donald Trump. We don't need to do anything negative no matter how bad life gets or how dark things become or if something happens that we totally don't agree with. These are the times that we need to remain positive and be peaceful no matter what. Because fighting evil with evil doesn't solve it. It just makes more evil in the world. And like you said, we need to start protesting the right things. Like, if we're so pissed off about Trump being president, we need to protest how the system works. Because Hillary Clinton Clinton got more votes. Just Trump got more electoral votes. And if that doesn't, you know, make you want to protest, then I don't know what does. Like, we should start protesting the right things. Me and my dad talk about this shit like, whether it be the Electoral College or something trivial, like, why do I have to pay $160 to stick a little-ass sticker on my license plate so I don't get pulled over? Like, what kind of bullshit is that?
1: Yeah, for a sticker.
0: Yeah, like, bro, you're going to charge me 160 for a sticker that, says, that has a number on it?
1: $160, you are lucky, bro. I had to pay 450 this year.
0: <laughs> That's because you got a dope-ass truck.
1: But, you know, I don't want to talk about politics all, all night because it, it always ends up down that road of... <laughs> we can go on and on. ...of being negative Mm -hmm. I mean I don't want to be negative every freaking episode but to end on politics I I want to propose a little challenge everyone's real real fired up about what they don't like but if I can challenge someone anyone that wants to do it maybe you don't whatever but do me a favor find let's let's read all of, of Donald Trump's policies everything that he's proposed Everything that he's, let's not even do what he ran on. Let's do what he's proposed since he's been in office. Give me five things that you agree with or or you're maybe on the fence about. Like you're kind of leaning towards, yeah, that sounds okay. With an open mind. Forget that Donald Trump even did it. Think these are the president's policies, not Donald Trump's. And then also find me five things that you think Hillary Clinton could have done better on those policies. So, so you take Donald Trump's five policies that you do agree with and then go and research Hillary Clinton on those exact same five policies and tell me if you agree with her. Cause chances are you might find something that you're more on the side of Donald Trump with than you were with Hillary Clinton. True. And that's kind of what I'm getting at is that most people, I think most people, are more neutral on every big topic situation that there that comes up but it all comes down to what team you're on and that decides what you want to vote on because you're you're a liberal woman so you want to support the female democrat or you're a white male and you think that you're worried that your all the money you've earned is going to be overly taxed because the Democrats want to tax the rich and, and help the poor. So you vote for Donald Trump or the Republicans because you want to protect your money. You know, that's always what it comes down to. Just like one one thing pulls you to that side. So look at an open mind. Try to find five things you like. And then read about the people that ran against him. Even look at Gary Johnson. People don't realize he was also in the race. Like he yeah. wasn't really in the race, but... He beat, he beat Hillary Clinton... In. Well, New Mexico, I think it was. But that was uh, yeah. because that's where he was the governor. And he won, though. Yeah. And, you know, he was making really good ground as, uh, you know, as a third party. But then he made the mistake of saying, what is Aleppo? And you know what Aleppo is, right? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> that kind of shot him in the foot. But He's not woke. But, yeah. But, yeah, enough politics, dude.
0: But the segue... Kind of out of politics, but I'm still using politics. Is like the other day Trump rolled back the transgender thing with the restrooms. But I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about how on the same day NASA found seven planets that are...
1: Well, see, now the conspiracy theory, Chris, is coming out.
0: They're kind of like, whatever, the seven planets...
1: I didn't want to tie it into conspiracy, man. <laughs> but, well, neither do I. But <laughs> I see what you're saying. Is you, you think it's a little weird that the day... Donald Trump makes a controversial decision. They... for Like, what you're saying is that NASA comes out with a big story to maybe try to brush it under the rug.
0: And it may not even be NASA. I think it's just the media. They do that shit on purpose to take the Yeah, I mean, I definitely
1: agree. I disagree that, for this instance... I don't think that was the case for this, but I definitely do believe that... I mean, there's examples all over the place of... uh, You know, something's going on agenda-wise, political-wise. And then now there was a suicide bombing in Afghanistan. Forty-five soldiers killed, you know. I definitely think that's happening. But uh, to talk on the space thing, I don't know if that's true because uh, I think it was just really... I was really excited about it because I freaking love space. I'm super fascinated with space. I have always have been in it. It, uh, it me too shit weirds me out I'm not going to lie it shit weirds me out even just looking up into the night sky kind of weirds me out puts things into perspective uh, that's another really thing are. that people should really think about doing when you're getting caught up in if you can pay your credit card bill or if you're getting caught up in damn my boss won't get off my back or I'm getting loaded down with work take a step outside and look in the sky and realize that you're not as big of a deal as you think you are you know what I mean I saw a a uh, little video. It's probably like three minutes long, and it starts out a, a it's a woman laying <clears> in the grass. And it says like three centimeters or something on the bottom. It's about three centimeters from her face, and then it zooms out. It's like three meters, and it keeps zooming out. Next thing you know, you're looking at like the building plaza that she's laying in the grass in. And then it zooms out, and it's looking at the, like, you can see the state borders. Then it's zooming out, you can see the country. Then it's zooming out, and you can see, like, four different continents. Then it's zooming out, and you see the Earth. The round fucking Earth, by the way. (laughs) And then it zooms out, and you see the solar system. And, you know, it keeps going out so, so, so far that by the time it gets all the way out to... I mean, by the time it's out of the solar system, your brain's like, what the fuck, you know? But it just keeps going. It goes for probably about a minute 50 out into space. And then, if that shit wasn't enough, it heads back in. So it's starting to go back towards the lady. And then it gets to the lady, and now we're going to take a trip inside the lady. And it goes all the way down to like her individual atoms in her body. And, you know, once you think about it it's really stupid that you're i mean at least this is how i felt maybe that's just the way i think but it's really stupid that i'm getting stressed out about the you know my credit card bill or whatever
0: very trivial things
1: because i mean jesus christ the how small i am just in that little video or just looking in the sky your your issues are small there's a lot of other things that you could probably be worrying about, you know, but but everyone does. I do. I still do it. I'm sitting here preaching to stop worrying about credit card bills, but I mean, I'm just saying, you, you. there's a lot of things that you can do that just will kind of snap you out of your negative thinking and be like, you know what? I'm this little person. I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm doing the best I can. That's enough, you know, But, but I was very excited to see that those seven planets were discovered, even though they're 39 light years away. So uh, it's going to be tough to get to them.
0: What is that, 40, 40 million?
1: It's, well, all right, so. A light year's a million? So the way, this is the way that my my knowledgeable co-worker, Bruce, taught me. He's a very knowledgeable man. He's like 60, 60 years old. And he. I was telling him, you know, 39 light years away. As naive as I am, and I claim that I love space so much, but for some fucking reason, I was thinking 39 light years away. Holy shit, it's only 39 years away. <laughs> like, let's get in a fucking jet right now, you know? But he was—he—he he told me in... You'd be down for that? 39-year flight? I mean, probably not, but I'm just saying it was... I was like, shit, that's close. <laughs> but it's not... But, so the way he explained it to me that really... It, like, the way he explained it really painted a picture for me was... He said, in 1977 they launched Voyager 1 that was going four light years away to, I think it was some moon, or maybe it was a planet or something, but it was some moon four light years away. And it was, I forgot what speed it was traveling, but it was something crazy like 8,000 miles per hour, something crazy. And uh, like I said, at 1977 it launched. As of 2017, Voyager 1 has made One six hundredth of a light year. So from 77 to 2017, it's gone one six hundredth of one light year. And it's trying to get four. So the amount of time it's going to take to get to 39 light years is insane. So several lifetimes. Probably going to have to figure out a new new mode of transportation if we're going to get there.
0: I, I still find it hard to believe you're down for a 39 year flight.
1: Especially since I don't even like flying It's
0: pretty bizarre So where are we going? We're going to this new planet How long's a flight? <laughs> uh you know, 39 years
1: Well, yeah, but what if it's like Oh, cool What if it's like a sweet-ass spaceship
0: Is there Wi-Fi?
1: Yeah, Wi-Fi mm-hmm. included um, Gourmet cooks
0: You know, I I recently took a flight And I bought the Wi-Fi on the plane It was eight bucks And it was complete dog shit Yeah, because there wasn't enough bandwidth To support 200 fucking people Some bullshit I should have disputed it with my with my bank. Yeah. I was going to say that cuz they would have just wrote it off cuz it's a small amount.
1: But but think about it. What about what about if you're going 39 light years away, if you have the technology to do that? I'm pretty sure you have the technology to build a badass space shuttle that is like a little city. You know, maybe you live 39 maybe it's 39 years of life on this weird-ass ship that's got like a, a city with parks and who knows, I mean If you're able to travel 39 light years away, or even, well, we're saying 39 years, right? We're we're playing jokes on my naive self, but if you can travel 39 years into space, you probably got the technology to build a sweet-ass ship. So maybe it's just like they can mirror what you're used to. Like they take Glendale and make it a ship, and you're just living your life, and next thing you know, it parks and you're on this sweet-ass new planet.
0: What was that movie with Charlie Steron? They went to a different planet. Damn it! What's it called?
1: But Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus. Those but, are tied into the Alien movies, huh? Those are part of the Alien movies. Oh yeah, it was like a prequel. <laughs> yeah,
0: <clears throat> but I think that's what they would do. They would find some way to freeze us, because that's what they did. There, they would they were underwater and.
1: Well, and that's when you get into that scary situation of that movie, new movie that just came out with. Um,
0: Jennifer Lawrence.
1: Yeah, where they... How shitty is that, dude? What a bad deck of cards they were dealt. Supposed to be asleep for like 5,000 years, and they woke up like super early, and now they just got to live on that ship. I haven't watched it, so I
0: really don't know how it plays out. But they woke up an hour in. <laughs> Was <Shit>. that it? <laughs> Shit, I think we are supposed to be asleep for a little longer. <laughs> 5,000 w- more years. They look out the window. God
1: damn it, is that Earth? <laughs> we weren't supposed to be able to see that. <laughs> Jesus I have, Christ we've made no ground
0: and I have that same problem but the opposite I'll lay down When I'm tired you know And I want to sleep for an hour And I'll wake up and it's 7 hours later And that is a real issue in my life But that's beside the point I
1: think people were probably envious of that I think most of most people Struggle to sleep for A decent amount of time
0: It's weird I can sleep perfect during the day But at night I can't I struggle sleeping at night Even if I'm very tired, I get home and I'm in my room and then my thoughts turn on because I'm finally alone and I really appreciate solitude. And that's when I can think clearly without outside voices or distractions. And I haven't really in several years, probably since I was 20, I'm 26 now, but in all those in all that time, I haven't found a way to turn my mind
1: off. Well, I don't want to talk about, I don't want to make it out to be another weird ass road I'm going down of of the way society looks at people. I don't want to go down that hipster road again, but what I'm what I'm thinking is maybe people sleep at night because that's what people that's what people normally do. You know, mm-hmm. people have the nine to five job that requires you to go to sleep at a certain time and wake up during the day and get your work done in the day. Maybe some people are just wired for night. This you know? is true. I think but that, I yeah. think it's just something that's probably pre-wired into humans because back in the day when you were like a caveman, you couldn't get shit done at night because you couldn't see. Yeah, and you had to sleep
0: because you had to get as much done as you can. During now, the like what you're
1: saying, you want to unwind, but there's no, you don't have to because you can do exactly what you want to do now than you could at six in the morning. Yeah. So it's another. I, I think technology is great. It's awesome. I'm very glad that I live in the time that I do because of all the cool things that's available to us, but it's probably also a bad thing. You know, sometimes it probably causes harm. Who knows what kind of crazy-ass cancer and shit we are getting with these iPhones.
0: Yeah, dude, I heard that. I've heard that people turn their Wi-Fi off at night because it's just radiation emitting through the house at night because it's just the airwaves and everything.
1: Yeah, no, but I got news for them, man. They, they're exposed to it all day long, everywhere they go. So I don't know if turning it off for the eight hours is really going to do much. Feels <laughs> it me, it'd be like three hours. True, but you know what I mean. If you, yeah, that's kind of like if you work. Oh, I work at a, I work at Fukushima. It's <laughs> leaking nuclear waste. But when I get home, I don't like to stand too close to the microwave when I'm cooking my dinner because I think it's leaking radiation.
0: I just don't like. Every every part of my life is determined by time and windows of time and
1: That's why you need to get a job that pays enough money to where you can say fuck you. You can True. have fuck you money and you can just do whatever the hell you want. You can maybe you're gonna maybe today you're gonna sleep from three AM to five AM and you're gonna do what you want from five thirty to ten and you're gonna take another nap. And then from ten to Ten to five PM, you're gonna sleep, and then you're gonna get up at five PM. You're gonna continue to do whatever the hell you want. That sounds like the life to me. Cause I mean, I work nine thirty to six five days
0: a week. I get thirty Which is minutes your entire for, day. I get thirty minutes for lunch. I don't have scheduled breaks. I mean, I could take breaks because we are entitled to them. But I work nine thirty to six. I get thirty minute lunch, and then depending on what time I have, I go to sleep. I have to set I have to set a target for myself to sleep, and a target for myself to wake up to get the proper amount of time, and I've just never agreed with that. Like I'm not gonna, I don't get off at 6:30 and tell myself, "Well, shit, I have to be in bed by 11." Yeah, I've never thought like that.
1: I think you're a lot like me. Where I'm so bad that I don't like to make plans. I lose I lose interest in, in whatever it is that I'm doing when I have to be there. I agree with that 100%. I mean, I mean think about it. If you use, I don't like to talk about fire stuff, but if you use my uh for example, when I was in the fire academy, uh I I think think back on it, like I told you, that, that was the most fun I've ever had. I loved every minute of it. I thought I thought what I was doing was fun. I loved it. That's what I thought about. It's it consumed my brain, right? That was like my—that's my passion, still is, right? Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, I would get down and like a little depressed about it because I knew I had to be there. Like, I uh today's Saturday, I got to be there from five a.m. to five p.m. And that's what you're saying too. is you—I think that's another reason why people wake up one day and they're fifty-eight with nothing accomplished, because. You have these things that you're looking forward to. Like, I... There it go, saying like, But I have today's Monday, and damn, I'm dreading Saturday coming around because I have to be at the Fire Academy from 5 to 5. Yeah. Today's Tuesday. Ah, shit, I'm one day closer to Saturday. Today's Wednesday. Ah, shit, I'm at the midpoint of the week. You know, So you're always looking forward to that one thing. And now you just missed out on half your week. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. I'm. I don't have a way to fix it. It's easy to talk shit about the way things are going, or the what you do, or what you want to do. But the real money is in finding a way to change it, and uh,
0: finding a way to change it. It's not about. I read a book. It was called uh, "Business in the 21st Century." It's about network marketing. But something that resonated with me was. Time I mean wealth is time. Wealth is not necessarily having a grip of money and buying a bunch of fancy shit and living a lavish life. If that's what you want to do with your money, so be it, but wealth is time. And in the book it breaks it down or it gives an example as if if you have a hundred dollars and it costs you ten dollars to live every day, you have ten days worth of living as far as your finances go. You have ten days to survive. And that really stuck with me because wealth is time. If you can be financially free, you know, you don't have to have this perception of time because you have enough wealth to survive and you don't have to depend on being somewhere. You don't have to depend on being at work at 930. Because, I mean, I have to be at work at 930 and I have to tell myself I got to wake up at 730. I got to take off by like 850 because there's traffic.
1: Yeah, even th- even today we we were... I mean, yeah, we were excited to record a podcast episode, but in the back of our minds, oh, shit, i got to be at work in, at 6.30, or what, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: like, I have to wake up hell early, I'm going to be tired.
1: Yeah, and what you're saying, is, it reminded me of something that really stuck with me, and that was, you've probably heard it, and I don't know the exact figures, so I'm going to wing it here, but they say that if Bill Gates is walking down the street, He's just strolling down 43rd yeah, he dropped, Avenue.
0: He drops a $10 bill.
1: Yeah, I think it was even crazier than that. Like, he dropped $10 million.
0: No, it wasn't It wasn't $10 million. Well, but
1: it's something crazy. I mean, $10 for me is fine. I'm still going to turn around and pick it up. But it's costs him more in time because he makes so much damn money. It costs him more to stop and pick up that money that he dropped than it would to just keep walking. And that's kind of what you're saying is uh you, if you if you uh, if you're financially set and you don't need to rely on money that's when you're living yeah cuz you're not cuz right not now you're sli- just living to make money
0: you're not a slave to time and that really stuck with me and opened my eyes cuz i think <clears throat> especially in our society they push this idea for more down your throat like get this brand new car we know you got a 2016 Nissan but you need the 2017 Nissan cuz it has absolutely nothing new yeah, on it. The 2017
1: it, has leather seats. Like <laughs> something real small.
0: It's 5000 extra dollars but you need it and people buy into it and it's deeply rooted in well, our subconscious. And they even paid off
1: their old car and now they have negative equity.
0: Exactly. And it's it really is deeply rooted into our subconscious and I read something like like how do you how do you sell anti-aging cream? You know, you make people feel old. You make them feel shitty for having wrinkles on their face or how do you sell anything you you make the person feel like they need it i mean just like in wolf of wall street he's like sell me this pen and the person's like write your name down he's like i don't have a pen he's like here you go here's a pen it's the same concept with anything with the aging cream with with whatever diet pills hey here's some diet pills because you're fat and you're you you don't love yourself cuz you're overweight and you're not happy and you're insecure about your body. So here's some diet pills and people really buy into that shit and I think that's a real problem in our society like it's such a it's such a thing and so prevalent in our society that we need more. We need the we need a big house. We need a new car. We need jewelry. We need shoes, we need nice clothes. We're supposed to live this lavish life. And I think people get caught up in this idea like I'm going to get rich so I could so I could buy a Lamborghini. And if that's truly who you are to your core, then that's cool. Oh, by
1: the time you're rich, you don't even want that fucking Lamborghini anymore. Yeah. True. So, dude, very valid points. I agree with you 100%. But now it's time for me to lift this thing up a little bit. All right, let's do it. We're going to just set the mood here. I'm really proud of you, man. I really am. It takes a lot it takes a lot of dedication. To achieve what you've achieved. And you're coming up on your six month anniversary of being vegan. True. And you know to a lot of people that might not sound crazy. Six months. But to tell you the truth. A lot of people can't even have a relationship that lasts that long. True. And you were able to. Change your diet. Change the way you're living. And stick to it. When really nothing's geared towards helping you do that. Because all the easy things in life are to get meat, and, like, everything's catered to the people that want to eat what they want to eat, you know, and then there's not a whole lot of drive-through, I don't know, is there any drive-through vegan options? You can get potatoes, but you can get french fries.
0: Yeah, but that, you know, that's not fulfilling. The only fast food, the only real fast food option, besides a salad, because people, let me talk about that, people think that I, since I've gone vegan, I'm I'm just like, a am suddenly a lover of vegetables. Yeah, you're and a I've,
1: rabbit, and you're just eating lettuce all day. I've never
0: liked vegetables, mm-hmm. and I am trying because they there are benefits to eating them, and I do believe in that, and I try to eat. Cause well, yeah,
1: and you, you, you're not perfect about it. Yeah. I yelled at you today because you're not you're point blank you're not getting enough nutrition, mm-hmm. and a lot of times because it's hard for you to find something to that meets your vegan parameters. Because it's too hard to find, at that moment you decide not to eat. Yeah, and that's I need to not prepare better. Yeah,
0: because like I was saying, the only, the only real place that's an option is, that's quick and affordable is Chipotle because they have sofritas, which is their vegan option. And I I really appreciate which is Chipotle. tofu, right? Yeah, so soy, Mm-hmm.
1: which is debatable on how healthy that is too. Yeah, I know it converts so.
0: into estrogen in your body, but.
1: Well, the scariest part about it is that they, I learned uh, one of my managers at work had breast cancer. I think it was like five or six years ago. And she's been, she's been told by her oncologist that she's not to eat soy products because she doesn't, they don't want her to have that extra estrogen because then it might Mm -hmm. re-am the cancer and everything in her breast tissue. But, you know, just the fact that that, that an oncologist is telling you to slow down on the soy because it might cause your breast cancer to come back. I mean, that that's, that's uh, when Sarah was vegan is when I found out about that. And that was kind of one of the big things that I pushed for her to stop because she was eating everything she was eating was soy. Yeah. She was eating tofu this, tofu that. And it was because that was, that probably tastes the best because tofu is pretty much flavorless. So you can flavor it however, however the hell you want. So, uh, I mean, I even tasted some of her stuff and it tasted fine, but, uh, and I'm not going down that road of trying to get you out of being vegan because you're doing it more than more, more than one reason why you're doing it. But, uh, the biggest thing that I want out of you is just to make sure that you're getting nutrition, your nutrition needs met because it, it is a serious thing. It doesn't seem, it doesn't seem that serious until it is uh you you think you're just missing a meal but you got to remember you're already behind the eight ball when it comes to nutrition because you're not getting it in a lot of the way and people i don't want people to think that because they're not vegan they're getting good nutrition because they're probably not (laughs) because they're probably eating saturated fat and processed bullshit but what i'm saying is most of the time vegans struggle to get all the vitamins and minerals and electrolytes and protein that they need true and when you become deficient in something now that's taking more energy out of your body to focus on what you're deficient in and uh, then maybe one day it just i mean you're you scared me when you're talking about you get dizzy spells yeah it's never good
0: yeah I, it has been six months now and i guess I mean I always believe that you can continue learning but these first six months have been a learning process for me and now you know I just when I first started I just believed in it like I'm just gonna do it I don't don't know how I'm gonna do it but I'm gonna take it one day at a time so I'm gonna do it but I do realize now that I need to start eating better or not eating better eating more I need to start you know getting more nutrition in my body I need to stop skipping meals and, and you know that's that's like the next step in the process for me.
1: Yeah, it's it's I I I told you I was making a, a uh, trying to bring it up, the energy up. So that's what I want to do. I'm not trying to tell you that you're sin- yeah that you're gonna die because you think. I am really proud that you made it six months because that is the, I couldn't be vegan for six months, and I think it says a lot about your character that you can stick to something that you're passionate about even though it's hard Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they want to lose weight or they, yeah. So let's stick to weight. They want to lose their weight and they start off real well. They're meal prepping. They're eating everything that's great for you, natural foods. And then they give up because, you know, it's just easier to eat ice cream sandwiches. And then they start just telling themselves, maybe I do like my belly. You know, they just accept it because it's easy. It's easy being content. And you kind of took the other road where you accepted that it's hard, but you kept on track of what you wanted to do. And I think that's cool. And you're one cool dude.
0: It is hard, like you said, um, because there aren't a lot of options for me to eat. There's not a lot of restaurants. Like when I went to Portland, I went to Portland in October. And it's it was so strange. How many vegan restaurants there were, like one hundred percent vegan, not half meat. Some vegan options, one hundred percent vegan, one hundred percent sustainable energy, one hundred percent
1: everything about that
0: life. Yeah, and that's
1: a big, uh, big thing in Portland, right? There's a fuck yeah, it is. They have a lot of it's really cool. It gets kind of a bad rep for being a hipster type city which it is let's Mm -hmm. be honest it is but uh it is also kind of cool man it's i bet it felt a lot different than living here
0: it did it was it was cool to see because besides it being labeled as hipsters i think it's cool because it's progressive they're they see that something's trending or there's a paradigm shift in how people think in their culture and society in their small part of the world and they adapt to it and i think that's cool And I'm not saying I don't like Phoenix because I do, but it is what it is, man. It's either Chipotle or I have to bring my food because the other places are kind of expensive and it takes time to make. Like, there's this restaurant called The Green and I had it the other day, but it's like 10 bucks. That's the one that's on Central? 7th Street in Highland.
1: But, uh. What about, um, do you like. Do you like hummus? Mm hmm. Have you. Uh, where's your work at? Central McDowell. Central and McDowell, so you know the, what is it, Central, and pro- it's probably just before Thomas, what's that little s- spot? It's like a, there's some restaurants, a little mall there. Oh, uh, Yoshi's? No, it's like, I'm telling you what's the area called, you know, behind St. Joseph's Hospital. Oh, yeah. Um, that, I can't think of what it's called, it's Park something, or? Oh, Park Central. Park Central. Yeah. You You know that little section, right that's yeah. not far from you. No. There's a a really good spot there called Pita Bistro. Definitely check that out. They uh, they got some super stuff. good hummus. It's a it's like a Mediterranean place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love their. Uh, what I do is I get like a uh, it's a hummus bowl, kind of like when you go to Chipotle, but instead it's the base is hummus, and then they you can put like rice or chickpeas. They have a ton of vegetables, fresh vegetables that they prepare every day. And then of course meats, but you would pass on the meat. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, they bomb. have probably seven different flavors of hummus, and they make in house. That sounds bomb. Uh, the reason I know about it is because the original one is right next to my work, over on Forty Eighth Street and Broadway, and they just opened up a new one over there. So definitely check that out. But uh, dude, we're going on we're going on an hour again, and it's your turn to. In this with a video well let me, let
0: me say one more thing I'm only human at the end of the day and I hate when people say I can't eat something I just choose not to and if I do slip up because I'm human I make mistakes like the other day I had some hot Cheetos because I was hungry and I saw them but through and through I'm vegan but I hate when people say I can't eat something or when I slip up people automatically say you should just be vegetarian I hate that shit but it is what it is it's all love
1: I feel you dude <laughs> true I do so
0: what were you saying my bad
1: oh, I'm not I, I just would we're trying to you know we're trying to shoot for a shorter episode we've hit an hour each time so far but um you know maybe give us a little feedback anybody that listens that wants to give us feedback check out our Instagram page or uh, simply leave a comment on the SoundCloud um, email us with suggestions, but, uh, like Chris said, we like to end the show with maybe an inspirational song or just something we like last week was Joe Rogan. This week it's your turn to pick. So what's it going to be?
0: A little J electronica. This song's tight.
1: It's my shit. All right, man. Thanks for another episode. Peace. Later, bro.
2: Up my third eye closed like Lassie a midget in the casket like a baby in the bonnet with a bottle in the basset horn huh, playing the theme songs for children of the calm, oh I must be dreaming a lady in the nightgown puffing cush dreaming, signal me over you with the waves, I see you from the chapel church, people you digging rays. I got your number sonny, so ain't no use in fighting, yelling or running from me I never ran, ma'am whether you ain't a clever man, Sam Listen, the two-faced king from Britain and Rome Had a baby in the bush on the grassy knoll. Where they peeled back the orange hair peel of a lawn He said he MC, I know you like chilling them. You terrorized the skies for 25 milliliters now you setting fire to land. You the lion, you the savior, the messiah, the land. You need a backup. He moving on to you, that dog. Call Badu and get Tyrone on the megaphone. Tell him I sent you. And your code name is Megatron. If trouble come, use your brain like a telephone. He'll take you to the chocolate city Where Two-Face and the Prince of Darkness Had it committing the snake's them Let the skin peel off to reveal them Then spray them with the rhymes you like spilling Hit them up real, real good, but don't kill him. We only want to burn them to the point that they will it To give the location of the blank-faced villain Who split atoms and give mushrooms to civilians Hiroshima never recovered And all the evidence was smothered Under a thick cloud of rubble with hope his brother The hillside is his mother The statue with the torch and eyes is his lover She's a harlot, who stood still like time while New York turns scarlet and the levy monster sucked up New Orleans While they was playing man versus man in Afghanistan with their mind on Iran red, Iraq and Sudan.